Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Johnson does his fucking little. Oh! Yeah! Buzzing. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rotor Paul podcast in association with the Sunday Community Soup Kitchen. You join us bang on full time in the stadium alight as we've just beat Portsmouth 1 0. And I'm joined by Ann Watson. Hi, Ant. Hello, all right? How are we doing? I'm, I'm, I've been with you all day, mate, but yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's doing all right. Yeah, and I'm also joined by Tom Albrighton. Tom, how are you doing? Good evening, sir. Yeah, well, we'll take that, lads. One more, one nil against Portsmouth. It was a scrappy shit game. Sunderland weren't at the races, but we took our one chance in the game, and we've got the three points, Ant. Definitely, um, I, not a great game for the neutral, but... We've won. We've had to win ugly, which we've not done that many times all season. But show us what happens when you sign a big fuck-off centre-half who's a shit house. Yeah. That's what he's done today, and that's what's probably won us the game, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, Portsmouth, were, uh, they weren't great to watch, but we, we dealt with what they had to do, Tom, didn't we? I, I didn't think the quality of the game was up to much today, to be honest. I think both sides were ropey in possession. Poor pitch, to be perfectly honest with you, which kind of dictated the game. You've got to start with the negative, haven't you? Come on. I, I do, but I, think, <laughs> I do feel like we were handled kind of everything Portsmouth had to throw at with. They had the best of the opening sort of 25 minutes, half an hour, but they never really threatened the goal, to be perfectly honest. No, uh, no, no. Hoffman didn't have a save nah, to me. He, he barely had anything to do, and anything he did have to do was really straightforward. So, you know, for a team who was supposedly in good form and going to give her a tough game, is I, I didn't think Portsmouth were up to much. I think, you know, the the, the best they were ever going to do today was a nil-nil draw, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to admit, when, when I spoke to the Pompey fan from the PO forecast during the week, he didn't really fill me with hope about how Portsmouth would play. Uh, they, were, they were pretty poor, to be honest, but I'm not really bothered about how they played. I'm more bothered about how we played, and 
to be fair to Sunderland, we had to we had a battle today. Like one thing that's been missing in that last three games and where we've been poor and we haven't picked up wins, we haven't had that fight about us or we haven't had enough fight about us today. Hundred percent today, I thought we battled pretty well. All right, there were one or two players who weren't great, <laughs> but and we'll get onto that. But I actually think, generally speaking, we 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 battled pretty well today. Definitely, especially in the second half where we defended the lead really, really well. I think, as what Tom just said there, Hoffman's not had a save to make, really, has he? So, you know, it's a massive, massive win. But the fighting qualities layer of, like I say, Bart, I thought Callum Doyle today was absolutely oh, yeah. amazing. We've, we've got to reserve some appreciation for Callum Doyle today. Wow. He was outstanding today. That's probably, for me, his best game in the Sunderland shirt. Wait, we've seen him all season, how good he is, you know, as a, as a ball-playing defender. Today we saw how good he was as an actual defender, you know, he was he was phenomenal. But, like I say, I keep on going back to Bart as well. I think Bart led the line really, really well. Um, we've restricted Portsmouth to nothing, you know, they've not had a chance in the game. Not really had a shot at target at Hoffman, you know, we took our chances. It was a scrappy, scrappy game, but we showed amazing fight there, in the sec- especially in the second half, just to, to see that three points home, which is what we should have done last week against Hackerton, which we didn't do, but what we did, well, I said to you last week, Gav, game management today, game management was absolutely superb. We, I'll, I'll be fair, like, first half, I went into half-time and I was really disappointed with how we played. I thought Sunderland in the main were poor today in the yeah. first half, and um, we... We, we came out second half and clearly there'd been words between the players and the coaching staff because we came out second half, Tom, and we had a proper battle and performance about... I mean, I'm, I'm, not just, I'm not saying that we were outstanding, but I think that we were, we were pretty good. We looked dogged, which is the first, first time we've really looked at all season, I think. I think there's been a lot of questions in regards to whether Sunderland can grind out results. We know we can blow teams away, we know we can outplay teams. But we haven't seen it enough this season where we can grind out wins in tight, scrappy games where your chances are few and far between. So I think it's a really good monkey off the back of the players to prove that they can do it. And I think, you know, you you can't really speak highly enough of uh, Bart Davio today, to be honest. I think for a player, it's it's quite clear he's dropped down a division. Uh, you can see his reading of the game's very good. Didn't really miss out on, on headers or anything like that. He was, he was really strong. And it's that common presence at the back which helps, which allows players like Doyle to really thrive because you're allowing him to, to, you know, not have to defend too much, but you're also allowing him to bring the ball out the back and play, you know, these nifty diagonal balls and long balls in behind the centre-backs, which he does so well. So it complements the side well. And I just think, like you say, it was a dogged performance from everyone involved. So it, it's nice to see we get over the line in a scrappy game because these have been the games where we're thrown away too often. 100% and yeah yeah. I mean I can't really argue with that we're just ordering a beer yeah. Andrea's here <laughs> yes Andrea Andrea come on we'll get Andrea Andrea from the soup kitchens with us hello you're looking good pet how are you doing well, I've had a great day what a match eh Aye. no what do a result think, do you think we played well well it was a little bit monotonous at times yes but good result and I did tell Lee Johnson if he's got soup kitchen look on his side we'll keep winning and we kept winning so <laughs> yeah, we'll it's our that, fault it's our fault so we got the three points, that's the main thing. Absolutely. To us, that's all it's important. What have you been up to today then? Because we haven't seen you today. We've been in the box. Anyone listening who doesn't know, me, Ant and Tom, we've been in a box with the rest of the guys. You've been away somewhere else, haven't you? I've had the apprentice footballers with me. Right. And Kevin Ball. He's been me, Kevin Ball. So you've been with Bally? We have, we have. He's been an absolute What did Bally make of the game? 
Uh, to be honest, he had his family with him, and it was just we're all discussing tactics and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and old times when we all used to watch when it was a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, so it's been good tactical talk and just really enthusiastic to get the team to win. Fabulous. Well, I'll let you go get a drink, Andrea. I go on because you're we'll on. We'll crack on. Oh, we've had plenty. Thank you very much, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah, well, not enough. Yeah, um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the goal very briefly. Um, I thought that Raggett was there to be got out. Not just Raggett, but the, the whole Portsmouth defence. They didn't look comfortable when, when they did have the ball in, in their own half. And um, we, we pressed them. We caused them to lose the ball. The ball eventually fell, uh, I think, Ross Stewart. Ross Stewart feeds in. And to be fair, considering the position he was in on the edge of the box, lovely finish, Ant. A uh, good finish on his wrong foot, but... It was coming, wasn't that, that kind of mistake was coming from Raggett because I think Diago had it earlier on and probably should have squared it for Stewart. Um, but as soon as we pressed them, when, when we looked like we wanted to press them, they were making a lot of mistakes. Got to be honest about Portsmouth, I'm not sure they play the Cowley way. You know, Cowley likes to play from the back like what we like to do. Not sure Portsmouth are that kind of team. They definitely haven't got their personnel at the back for that. Raggett looked very, very shaky all game, didn't he? Very poor oh. football inside of yes. Portsmouth. I was a, I was an advocate for maybe bringing in the Cowleys kind of when we were going through that. Cowley nonce. Yeah, that, that transitional phase. I thought they offered something, but you see what they've done with Portsmouth is they, they really wouldn't have offered the kind of revolution that we've had in, in you know, what we've seen in the Sunderland side. We've seen the, the side change and come on leaps and bounds. We play football the way people want to see football played. Cowleys are coming to Portsmouth. It just looks like they're playing the same football that every manager before was playing, you know. So I was actually a little bit disappointed with them. I was expecting to see a little bit more, but if you, you know, Portsmouth, like say, if you're going to give us the chance to press you, put your centre-backs under pressure and feed off mistakes, as we've got the quality in the final third, where we'll say you're off quite happily with that, you know, as, as I would say, sort of one in three chances, we'll finish. And I don't think many teams in this division had finished kind of one in three clear-cut chances. So you just, you know, playing out from the back with players like Raggett, who's just like, you know, like a donkey with a ball at his feet. You're just asking for it, really. So it's a bit neglectful on their half. But, you know, is we've done my homework, obviously. We pressed it whenever he had the ball. Mm. Didn't press it when we didn't need to. So you can't say fairer than that, can you? And do you want to, does somebody want to just pull up the league table as we stand? I, I don't um, know where we are. The internet's dreadful. <laughs> the, the internet is dreadful oh, inside. Yeah. We're, we're inside the sol at the minute. We're just sort of sitting outside of our box. If you didn't know we're in a box today. We're, we're, we're sort of flexing today. I have a mention for Corey Evans today as well. I oh, yeah. Was, uh, he, went, he went very under the radar today. I thought he was very good. I think he disrupted play very well. He distributed it as best he could on a fairly poor pitch, to be honest. I mean, the pitch was chewed up at half-time and he seemed to negotiate it very well. And I think for a player coming back from what was a really nasty head injury and a player who suffered that head injury before and almost had to retire to come back and be as fighting as what he is he didn't shake a single thing he was front and centre of everything and I think sometimes you've got to take your hat off and see he didn't you know he didn't do the sort of box office football but he did the dirty work and he did it very very well yeah yeah. Um, at the league table as it stands and Scott in front of us here uh, Sunderland second in League One with 54 points uh, second behind Wigan. Wigan are top of the division with four games in hand on Sunderland. Uh, I guess we'll see how things pan out with Wigan. I'm not convinced that they will um, They will manage those games effectively, but we, we will find out. All we can do at the minute is just hope that Sunderland keep it up. Uh, as we look out onto the pitch at the minute, there's a few players um, 
sprinting up and down. I think it, I think I can see Trey Hume, Aidan O'Brien, and Carl Winchester being being run up and down by the fitness coach. So they're making sure they get some minutes in their legs and they, they warm things off. Uh, it's the but side yeah, of football you don't see, isn't it? It is. It's the side of football you don't see. Um, you look at Winchester who come on, I think, you know, even O'Brien, they come on, they played a good little role there for the 10, 15-minute cameos. And they're out here and, the, you know, they're putting in the hard yards, sprinting up and down the pitch. So I don't think you can question the commitment in the effort of the players, especially considering we had this little sticky patch again and had to fight hard to kind of come out of it today. Yeah, absolutely. Let's end on that then. Uh, there'll be a review show tomorrow, I think, with Nick Barnes, so people can listen out with that. I am worse for wear. I've had two <laughs> bottles of wine and about ten bottles of beer, so uh, we'll end it on that before I say anything daft. Who's your favourite well, uh, player, Gav? Yeah, favorite, oh, I'm, not, I'm not letting anyone know who my favourite players. Uh, but cheers, everybody. It's Tom Flanagan. <laughs> it's definitely not Tom Flanagan. Uh, thanks, everyone. We will catch you all later. Bye-bye. Where am I going? I don't know. Where am I hidden? I'm searching all and always I am on my way. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.